actually writing a theme he's got a couple uh that he said i said look i wanted a, a cross between kiss and van and, and, and rush and he's like cool so <laughs> he hasn't recorded it yet wait a minute i'm i'm processing that in my head right now. i know right exactly kiss they did use the tour together okay all right and uh and then we'll be we'll be able to play that and since he owns the rights, we'll be able to play as, as much as we want. So we'll have an, a show he, open. We will have a show open to the Ron Ross Radio Show podcast. Welcome in. Woo! <laughs> it is 11.01 East Coast time. Yes. Uh, I am your host, Ron Ross. And thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, with me is, uh, gosh, I don't even want to say executive producer, but like pretty much does everything with this except for me talking. He does everything else. Is John Yaglinski? John, just call me John. John, it's Johnny, John, John Taylor, Taylor made Tuesday. Never Johnny. Huh? No. Never Johnny. I I call him Johnny all the time. Don't does do that, that bother you? It's not a thing with me. I'm not okay. a Johnny. My dad uh, was Johnny. Oh, your dad was Johnny. Well, it was John, my grandfather, Johnny, right. my dad, and John three was me. That's you. Yeah, that was the roll call right there. See, now my dad is is also Ron. Right. And I was Ronnie. Are you a junior? And, yeah, it was Ron, uh, big Ronnie, big Ronnie, little Ronnie. Hmm. Mom would call dad Ronnie and uh, or Ron. And then uh, when I got to 13, 14, actually, I was going to high school, mm-hmm. driving to high school, driving to St. Joseph's Catholic High School in Emmitsburg, Maryland. My mother's driving because she got a job as a, uh, hey, uh, Jennifer just posted a comment, by the way, if you're listening to the podcast uh, and not watching it, she just posted a comment and said, uh, I'm catching you live. Finally got my settings notifications right on YouTube. Yay. Yeah. Do yes, that. we're on YouTube and we are on the uh, Facebooks, Facebook and, and everywhere where you get your podcasts after this is all done. Yes. And um I'll get to that in just a second. Subscribe. But, uh, Mom said, she goes, I think it's time you're, you're Ron now. Oh, so you are Ron. Yeah, well, I'm that's like, just it. I'm okay. just John. Yeah. As no, I, I, was Ron, I was Ronnie all the way. It was always my older brother oh. and me, Joe and Ronnie, Joe and Ronnie, Joe and Ronnie, or yeah. Joseph and Ronald when okay. we were being called in. <laughs> right. uh, you know, you know when they, the mom would stand there and go, Joseph and Ronald, and you're like, and you had what? to run run right uh, while saying coming you never said what if you said what you were grounded (laughs) upside the head (laughs) all right oh by the way okay so uh we have a phone number that you can call and john's gonna throw that up here on the uh on the tickers he's gonna post it (laughs) on the video yeah and um uh we have a number you can call if you want to leave a message and we can play it back the next week and we could talk to you and and uh and you can bring up subjects or give us your opinion yeah. anything anything 240-415-9090 240-415-9090 and 
9Z. Operators are standing by. Do we Operators have, have, we are ready. <laughs> we are ready. You can call in. Two four zero four one five ninety ninety. 9090 Please uh, like the podcast and subscribe and share with all of your friends and uh, people you think that might be uh, interested in, and enjoy our podcast. Uh, the Ron Ross Radio Show podcast. Now I have a regular uh, radio show now. I got a job <laughs> on uh, Key 103 in Frederick, Maryland, WAFY. So you can listen live to that every afternoon. Um, I'm an afternoon drive guy now. I don't have to get up in the morning at 3 a.m. 3 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can listen to me live, and I have uh, most of the features question of the day and movies out and and stuff like that and we've been playing the games i've played the movie game i haven't played the movie game in over three years and it was great to get somebody on the phone on an actual phone call and play the movie game where i gave the um i gave the synopsis to a movie but i changed the actors names and and gave the um i changed the Characters' names gave the actors' names. You just had to name the movie. It's very simple. But it was a head-to-head competition. You had to go against each other. So, oh, John, nice. if I said okay. um, Albert Brooks mm-hmm. was searching for his son, assisted by uh, um, Ellen DeGeneres, you would say? I didn't see that movie. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I did? You, you saw it. <laughs> Albert Brooks, who is a clownfish is searching oh. for his son. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Assisted by Ellen DeGeneres. Chico. Nemo. Yeah, who was a Nemo. blue something. Nemo anyway. in a So, yeah, so it, was, it was Finding world. Nemo. So that's that was the game we got yeah. to play. The, so I've brought a bunch of the games back. Now that what? we have phone calls, you can get in on the, on the action. It's I completely fun. forgot Albert Brooks was in that. Do you remember the, do you remember the joke that he made? It's embarrassing. He was the clownfish, and everybody asked him if he had a joke. And he <laughs> Who needs friends when you're an anemone? <laughs> oh. oh. That was the punchline at the end. By the oh. way, spoiler alert. That's at the end of the movie. Yeah. Of, uh, finding Nemo. Michelle had it. Uh, yes, had of course he did. Neep Nemo. We'll count it. Ah, uh, sorry, that's incorrect. That's a typo. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, also, I did want to say we got a, an email. Was it an email or was it a comment? I think somewhere on the uh, on the Ron Ross um, Facebook page that said, "Here we go. We should name the show." I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that or squirrel? One or the other. I mean, you know. You're not you're not wrong, dude. You're not wrong. I I forget who who said it. I'd have to go back and look it up to give you credit. If we do change it to I digress, it might because Ron Ross Radio Show podcast. That's kind of long. We could just say I digress. It's funny because it's long, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I digress is pretty good. I, I digress, and it's also you know truth in advertising. I mean, it's the truth is in the title of the show. By the way, can you see? Can you see the zit I have in my nose? I gotta turn this. No, <laughs> thanks, Jerry. Horrible. Are you gonna horrible pop it zit. on the air or something next? Like what are you teenager. doing? Huh? <laughs> are you gonna pop it on the air? I next? Almost, no, no. I already, I, already took, I already took care of it. Relax. Okay. Goodness. I had. I had to. You. I had to. What? Irrigate it? I don't know what I did. You know. But then I'm a bleeder, 
because I'm on blood. <laughs> oh, here we go. So I had to keep wiping it. It's my pressing it and apply TMI my, um, jingle direct pressure. There you go. I almost didn't do the podcast today because that's why I went to the <laughs> greatest wife ever. I'm like, can I have some? Do you have some makeup? <laughs> hey, you're on camera. It's legit. I know. I'm like, what? oh, this is gonna be so gross for people to look at. So I mean, you know, aside from this. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So I, I the did want to are not up- tuning in for our looks, Ron. <laughs> Clearly. <I'm> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to have a little bit of my, oh, look at that. It's key Hydration. water. What? Oh, look at that. It's delicious. Branded. Tastes like, tastes like Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Mm. I'm glad you have water this time though. Since we still don't have a cough button. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I'm good. So, all right. uh, okay. So Sunday is Father's Day. Yes. And I spoke a little bit last week about uh, my dad, and he was he was one of those guys that stopped at every placard on the side of the road that had a history, mm-hmm. and he would read it aloud to us. And we got a lot of comments that that's a great dad, and you know what? Great dad. I I have to go down on record as uh, having a, a, a great dad and a great childhood. It was uh, it's three boys. It was my oldest brother uh, Joe. I'm the middle kid, and then there was a nine year difference between me and my younger brother Greg, who's the teacher. Joe's career Air Force, and then I started doing this, <laughs> and my younger brother. You're the misfit. Um, was uh, is a history yeah. teacher. He's a guitar teacher, and that's how he got into uh, being a history teacher at a uh, local school at a local Catholic uh, high school. But Dad, let's see, um, and he worked for the Food and Drug Administration uh, the, for the federal government. He was a Fed. He had a shield and everything. He had credentials, man. Oh, he sweet. could walk into. Yeah, and flash the shield like FDA, man. Let me see. And he would do go, he could go on <laughs> inspections. He had to show it when he went on inspections. Oh, wow. And he flew up and down the East Coast. And uh, um, because he was, did he have the South? He had the South, but he was in the East. He was, when he was first stationed in Baltimore, when he, and he got his um, first assignment with the food and drug. And we lived in Arbutus. Actually, oh, Gosh, I take that back. I am completely wrong. His first assignment was in uh, Atlanta. He and mom got married and they moved. He was already living and working in Atlanta. They got married in Baltimore and he took his brand new bride uh, fresh out of college. She's had her college degree and mm-hmm. fresh out of college and moved to Atlanta, Georgia, where she had no friends. She knew nobody but my dad and my dad was out on the road and he wow. was in yeah he tells the story of uh being in florida and driving by all this swampland and somebody says yeah somebody said Walt disney's buying all this stuff and he's like really <laughs> whatever right i mean <laughs> you know back in those days it was cow pasture yep exactly and then uh and then my older brother was born so now you have mom with that, this is actually turning into a, a Mother's Day. Speech. Yeah, what, where, where are you going with this? Right. Anyway, Dad was on the road. He was a uh, uh, um, food and drug administration, a food and field inspector. Hmm. Um, he will not eat a hot dog to this day. Oh, 
Yeah. Things were a lot less. He did now. He did meatpacking plants and he did. uh, He was instrumental, as I recall, in there was a botulism case with Bon Vivant Vichy Soie. Bon Vivant was the name of the. the brand, I believe. I was a little, little kid. I don't know why I remember all Even, this stuff. Yeah, I don't remember uh, Vichy Soie. And uh, he was one of the inspectors on that. He also inspected A.H. Robbins. And he did, man, he, his career, he did. He went from inspections, and then he was uh, Freedom Information Office. You know, if you needed anything from the Food and Drug Administration, he had to go find or approve the documents or whatever. Uh, then he was in Bureau of Medical Devices, and you digress. Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie just put up, she's keeping put up you on track, son. <laughs> I'm still talking about my dad. I okay? know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Where was I? Rats. Freedom of Information Office. Then Bureau of Medical Devices. Right. Office of Compliance. Actually, Compliance. And he. Um, what's what movie is that from? John compliance. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's a tough one. I, that one. I don't know. I think it's not even, I think it's a Disney movie too. Come on. Compliance. Man. I don't Flight know. of the navigator flight of the navigator. Oh uh, yeah. It's done by Paul Rubens who was Pee Wee Herman. Herman. Yeah. Compliance. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, wrote regulations on all kinds of stuff. So, yep. um, if you uh, were importing used uh, heart um, pacemakers, used from from people who had previously used them but weren't using them anymore, Any, if you get catch your drift, if you know what I'm saying, right. Right. there's a regulation for that. Okay. He also, gosh, there was a thing with like uh, contact lenses. I won't mention the company's name. Um, con- contact lenses that were in the wrong cases and people were getting the wrong lenses and it was a lawsuit. That would be a problem. They had to padlock the uh, the warehouse. Dad gave that order. So, <laughs> <laughs> Knock him up, son. <laughs> so I'm named after uh, dad. Now, dad grew up in uh, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. His father had a stall in the fish market in Baltimore. Uh, fish market was a big, long building. Yeah. Right. And you had individual retailers and wholesalers who had stalls in there. And, right. And I, and dad was on the end or my grandfather was on the end. August Ross. Um, that's his a name. name. Hmm? Yeah. That's a well, name. That, like, I love August yeah, August that's, was his name. His brother was Jimmy. Family. So it was Jimmy, uh, Uncle Jimmy. My yeah. dad's Uncle Jimmy was my great Uncle Jimmy. But they had he had a stall, Ross's Fish Market in Baltimore. And dad worked there for money, was like a kid, uh, all the way through college, I believe. Mm-hmm. He got straight A's in elementary school, St. Bernadine's. And he got to go to, uh, he got a free ride to Loyola Blakefield. The high school. He did straight A's there, and he got a free ride to Loyola College. Straight A's there, and uh, then he went to uh, medical school. And he decided that that was not for him, and he uh, he joined the armed services, and then from there he was in the uh, huh. uh, from the FDA. But anyway, um, the fish market in Baltimore. Dad worked there, and it was uh, shrimp every Friday, I think, and crabs every Saturday. Because Catholics at that time, before this was before right. uh, Vatican II, you still didn't, you didn't eat meat, no meat on, on Fridays. On Fridays, right? Period. Didn't Back matter whether it was Lent or not. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
So Polish, uh, Polish Catholic. So in the on the east end, uh, east side of Baltimore, Dan Grove. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Polish Catholic. Jaglenski. <laughs> and yeah, Ross is not a Polish name, by the way. That was made up. It actually comes from Rash R A S. So there are a bunch of Rashes running around Baltimore that I'm probably related to, but I don't know. And but Ross, some one of them Anglicanized it. I don't know who it was, whether it was my grandfather or his father or whatever. But August Ross had the nickname Hoggy Augie because <laughs> before the Bay Bridge was built, he uh, you would go to the Inner Harbor and get your crab. Dad, uh, um, sorry, my grandfather, grandpa, would go to the Inner Harbor and uh, and buy up all the crabs. He would corner the market so uh, for Fourth of July weekend. So, so he was hogging the crabs. Get, was it Ross's fish market? <laughs> That's smart they, man. They called him Augie Augie. <laughs> I don't know what the kind of reputation he had in the business, but my dad probably not great me. among his competitors. <laughs> my dad would tell I'm me that. Yeah. But so there yeah. you go. That's my affinity to Baltimore. I was born in Baltimore, but then you found out uh last week that I was raised outside uh Raleigh and Richmond. Yeah. Because yes, dad was transferred with uh with the food and drug. And then uh but he taught me how to um, throw a baseball and hit the ball and I, and throw a football and he would come outside and 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 uh, throw the ball around. I mean, he did all the things you know a father does with a son. He would have to uh, sometimes he would have to work though. He'd bring the if I see a yellow legal pad though, it kind of makes me ill because he always they were everywhere. But he Not would really. use the dining room table as his like his desk. And he would you. work there. But that's where I learned he had a dictaphone. So he had a secretary that he would have to write uh, all these reports for. And mm -hmm. the dictaphone had this blue belt. Okay. And there was a, a needle or whatever it was that would transcribe the voice from the dictaphone microphone onto that. And basically it was recording the grooves like on a record. Right. And that's where I got bitten by the bug yeah too. yeah i started right. See, doing we all like, have our little, moment right dad would give me a belt that i could play with uh, one of those little blue belts that i could play with and i started recording like little dramas and using uh um newspaper sound effects for fire mm -hmm. and somebody was getting burned in a fire so that was the, the only sound effect i knew adam <laughs> <laughs> so of course somebody got burned in a fire and <laughs> That's <laughs> my first, very nice. my first drama was from that. Was from Dad with the. Uh, with so the did, explain to me the, the the little belts. Where did you swap them out after you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so you scratch the right, yeah, you and then you, you got to the end. It would go all the way across. Yeah, and, and then so that's when that was full. Yeah, you, you know, could, then you, you pulled that really off and you put a, a brand a new belt. Brand on. new belt. Yeah. Wow. I had a. Uh, I think my grandmother or aunt gave me like a little uh, reel to reel machine. Like with tiny uh, reels. No way. Yep. <laughs> and I was until it died, I was able to record on that. And then transferred to in the bedroom with the little stereo and the cassette. Actually, it might have even just been a like regular cassette player making radio shows. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, I'm just saying every DJ has this moment where they probably played DJ at some point. So or maybe it's our generation. Yes, or, I played an announcer in, um, was it eighth grade play? Sixth grade play, I think, at St. Paul's. 
and I took the microphone. For some reason, I thought that the, the, the microphone had to come from above. So I set the stand a little high and oh. I had the microphone come down like I can, this. I could do that. I mean, I could be like so I could be a DJ. Oh, hey, this is what we're doing to me. But actually, you know what, Dad? Um I wanted to learn how to play guitar. He took a few lessons, but he bought a uh, a classical guitar, which has the well, it had nylon strings on it, not gut strings. But nylon strings, and um, and then he put that aside. So uh, I initially learned how to play drums. Dad, mom, and dad paid for drum lessons. I took from when I was six years old. Learned all the the five stroke roll, the seven stroke roll, what they call the rudiments, the flam, the flam accent, the flamacue, and all that stuff. You know, marching. You are um, actually quite a good drummer. Hmm. You are quite a good drummer. Like oh, Ron didn't mention we played in a band together. We played in a band together. Years. That's right. Yeah. And he Well, John fantastic. asked me to. And I'm going to tell you this. When <laughs> somebody asks me to play, I play, period, no matter what. I, I don't that. I don't care what kind of music it is. I don't yeah. care what it is. If somebody asks me to invites me to play, I will play. And um but no, I had the uh <laughs> had the drums. Mm -hmm. I bought a snare so if we're looking for it, snare. Oh. I didn't buy a snare. My parents bought me a snare. Here we go. Wait, he, he, okay, for those right of you here. listening, it literally is right here. A drum. This yeah. is my snare drum from when I was six years old. I still have it. I play it to this day. It really? is a Ludwig. And Ludwig. I had to have a Ludwig because who had a Ludwig drums? What Neil Peter? Ringo Star. Ringo oh, Star. Ringo Star. I don't know. Underneath, <laughs> underneath the the Beatles, or on top of the Beatles logo on the front, you see Ludwig on the top, and I had to have it. So this is my snare drum that I had when I was six years old, and I would sit there and practice, but not really practice. That's and, awesome. Uh, and Dad, and then later my older brother uh, took up the cornet. He didn't want to play the trumpet for some reason. He played the cornet. So we had a nickel-plated cornet. It was gorgeous. Mm. And uh, so I, I read a poll not too long ago when you have children growing up that the two worst instruments to have your children learn is uh, drums and trumpet. <laughs> there we were. You know, you know it's funny. Had somebody uh, actually given me the option to learn bass when I was younger, I probably would have done it instead of waiting till I was 40. But you did it. That's the point, though. Yeah, but still, I'm, I'm, I might have been a lot better at it. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. I know. Well, I didn't, I mean, I didn't have I that option. Nobody that came to me and a... said, bass guitar is an option, John, for you to play. Right. No. No. <laughs> it just did you happen. play guitar guitar? No. That's what did you hard. play? That's too hard. I didn't play anything. I sang. You didn't play, oh, you sang. Yeah, sorry, Johnny's a singer. I'm sorry, not Johnny. No, I'm not. I, I <laughs> pretend I'm a singer, but you know what I love about Ron? Ron, when I invited him to be in the band, yeah, Ron played the songs I wanted the song say or sing uh, and do. Never complained once, and took the time to learn the songs correctly. Like like there was not a drum fill that was out of place. Like I loved that. And I noticed that attention to detail. That's one of the things actually I, I love about Ron Ross period. 
is the attention to detail. Oh, that, oh you're so very kind. Um, who was That's that? True. Who was the first one we played? The Glenn. Neil, uh, no, uh, uh, Neil Morse. Neil Morse. Yeah. Who's that? Was uh, a dude. That was a challenging, hard song to learn on the drums. It was a great song, but to get right. the the changes down because that drummer because it's a little i don't froggy. have a double i don't have a double kick pedal i have a single <laughs> yeah. kick pedal i never learned yeah. how to play double kick yeah and i don't think he was playing a double kick on that but it was it was a challenge man it yeah. was it was great well that's um, what i liked you took it seriously uh by the way stephanie quotes uh dave Grohl from uh, ted lasso or, or ted lasso from about dave Grohl. dave Grohl yeah, learned to play, learned on, to pillows. play on pillows that's funny well, I mean, I could see that, right? I had boxes. I played on boxes. If you're a drummer, it doesn't matter. Your Napua. instrument is everywhere, right? Napua wishes I uh, I knew how to play guitar. So pick it up and learn how to Do play. Do it. I myself what are you waiting for? Guitar. Yeah, I was 40 before I played a musical. I knew nothing, really, other than singing notes. I couldn't, I couldn't read music or anything. I took the, well, I could read drum music. I could read time signatures and I could sight read. And I was at the point now I was taking rock drumming when I was like 13. And then it just all kind of all fell by the wayside because I was lazy. And uh, which is why I'm not a drummer by profession <laughs> to this yeah, day. But you're a heck of a drummer anyway. But so. uh, uh, you're very kind. I I love it so. <laughs> and um, I'm 50. Okay. So why? What's your yeah. point? Kapua? Yeah. What's your, what's your point? Get, get to a real objection. Yes. <laughs> That's not good enough. So far, I don't see anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I literally, for daughter of the younger, for Carolina, we all know her name now, right? Right. Um, and her band Swerves. I literally, I gave, we gave her a guitar, and I put her in front of the computer, and I pulled up the uh, the chord tab tablature. Right. That's a, a, how a, I play a, a grid. Mm-hmm. Should you with an E A D all that stuff and mm-hmm. there you go and I just let her do that. Now I did get to a point uh, playing guitar where I'm like I've kind of hit a ceiling and I'd like to move past that. So I paid and took uh, guitar lessons myself, and um, that was senior year in high school. And it was um, Dale Hooper was my guitar teacher who still plays around in the area and he's incredible. But, you know, it was the, you know, lift the guitar up. You don't want to, you know, right. rock star it down, you know, and bend your wrist and break, break, break your wrist while you're doing it. Your wrist should be completely flat and straight going across and don't hook your thumb around the neck. I mean, he taught me, he said, uh, go ahead and play what you play. And I, I was playing some Neil Young or whatever and trying to really impress the guy. And he's like, yeah, you know, you can play. And then I can tell you four things you're doing wrong right now. <laughs> like, oh boy. Well, this is why I'm taking lessons. Right. And, uh, and I learned what they were to keep your thumb on the back of the neck, you know? Yep. Well, there's something about lessons. It, I took, I took lessons too, but mm-hmm. at some point from Shane Gamble, by the way. Yeah. From Shane Gamble, a country music artist, look him up online, did about five of his music videos too, uh, right. as well with him. But you guys are tight. You guys are buds. We are buds, but uh, the thing is, you know, you reach a point where you're learning like music and scales and stuff. And it's like, dude, I want to play something. And what I would say is whatever teacher you get, have them mix in early on you actually learning songs you want to know. 
because it makes you want to delve further into learning and technique and things like that. And that's what we did early on. And, and I got better and better because I was playing songs I wanted to play and I was picking tougher songs too. <laughs> so this brings up a very good point yeah. and this will turn into a plug for a local uh, <laughs> business, but okay. it's just going to be a business. Yep. It's just going to, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to get back to talking about my dad. We've gone off on I a tangent. I digress. <laughs> Um, and that is the Let There Be Rock School from Frederick, because I think that's where you took your lesson. Yes, right? I did. Yeah. Because what they do is they teach you, and, they, and it's for kids, but it's also for adults you know too. adults. And I played in the adult band with John mm -hmm. um, because they were looking for a drummer. They needed a drummer. Yep. And um, but they they teach you an instrument, so you have individual lessons, but then they form bands, and then the bands have to pick songs. And then yeah. usually there's a theme and yep. then every three months they have a show. Basically you it's like, a recital. you know, when you go to a dance recital yeah. and they're like, and here we learn the time step and here we learn, you know, this is the ballet. It's the same thing. It's a recital where they go, all right, here we go. We've learned rush. Right. <laughs> you know, we learned, uh, you know, limelight. And then they come out and, you know, and somebody's taking vocal lessons and it's really cool. I used to go and host those. Yeah, most of and, them are really good too. Yeah. I mean, you're surprised at you, you know, you didn't expect 50-year-old me getting up on stage and you know, we and we, singing. We did some yeah, I mean just I wasn't a great bad. singer. Okay, I will admit I'm not a great singer, but uh uh I got up and did it. It's like one of those song? things. What was the U2 song? We did a U2 song. Oh, didn't we? Well, I I don't I, the, our band did we did Pride in the Name of Love. That was it. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, which Was that me? really easy bass song no i don't think that was you you probably we did okay when well, we did do journey i named the band by the way not all there not all there because we can never have everybody there to practice <laughs> that was true <laughs> was like a struggle somebody was always missing yeah i know or late or something like that yeah i could go back and look uh and, and we we, uh, we did the marillion song which was the one that i really wanted to do the marillion the, song that's right right um and, and we did to journey fly. We did a journey song. We did? No, we didn't. No, Ario. Time for me to fly. Ario Speedwagon. Ario Speedwagon. Time for me to fly, which was really good. You guys learned harmonies on that. So we did. But I yeah, digress. That was <laughs> <laughs> we digress. Anyway. So my dad had a guitar. Back to dad. <laughs> Sorry. No, dad Here. dad taught me all the things that a Here. that a father teaches a son. You there know? You go. How to kick a football, dad. throw a football, and throw uh throw a baseball. Now we also got into model rockets. <laughs> so rockets, model rockets. My brother, there were two companies, Estes and Century, uh, and they made model rockets. So my older brother Joe decides he's going to. My dad gets us into model rockets. We weren't doing models at the time. You know, you build a model. I had the uh, number forty three. Um, I had the uh, King Richard, Richard Petty's, uh, Plymouth. It's Plymouth, right? Was it a yeah. yeah. No, it was a Pl Plymouth. Yeah. Plymouth. Baby blue. Yep. Put all the decals on, you know, glue, all of that stuff. Testers, paints. We'd had all that stuff. On a rocket. And uh, no. So then dad uh, got a rocket. It was the Mercury Redstone, which was, you know, if you go by levels of difficulty, say level one is the easiest. This was probably like a four or five. 
<laughs> you know? oh, okay. And, it's, and the first time my brother is making a model rocket and it did it have two stages i think it had two stages but you know there were big engines you go out in the field and uh, across the street from us because in our neighborhood in holly ridge in uh, off of atley road in mechanicsville virginia mm. um and the back of the holly ridge christian church was a big field that they never did anything with and we would take that and out and, you know, you put the rocket on them, take off. Yeah. And then you had to follow it because it was so high. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And it would get caught in a tree or whatever as it came down. So I got my first rocket. Dad, uh, mom and dad gave me the, and I was an evil Knievel kid. Right, I had to have the evil Knievel stunt cycle and all of that stuff. It was everybody did back then. Best toy ever made. Do you but see that? Still, that's a totally you can different. buy them. You can buy them now. I know they're remaking them. Yeah, that's but it was awesome. originally done by Ideal. Speaking of which, evil spell. I'm going to digress. -E by the way, my father, when he was working from home, um, mm -hmm. actually brought. I missed that joke. What did you say? Evil, like it's not spelled E V I L. No, E V E L. Yeah, right. Evil. That's a little piece of trivia. You're welcome. K-N-I-E-V-E-L. So um, my dad was working from home and he brought home one of these, one of the like initial copiers. It was a hand copier machine, like a photostat copy. A mimeograph? A big light. You put a pink film on whatever document you were copying and you put the thing on and then you set the timer and then you peeled that sheet off and you put it on a blank piece of paper and you rolled it through a roller and then you had a copy, right? Wasn't that mimeograph? Machine? Was it mimeograph? Yeah. I like in, in school we used to, were those? No, 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 like... no, 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 no. Mom was a teacher. So no, okay. I know what a mimeograph is. Cause I used okay. to use that all Those the time. were purple. That, was, that went on the big roller. Yeah. And you yeah. went, no, 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 oh, no, it was. Uh, so and smelling. so I remember. Okay. Because when you got the Sears and Roebuck or was JC Penney's the Christmas catalog, there was the ad for Evil Can Evil Stunt Cycle. And I took that copyright and, and I made a copy of that page. I stared at it for two solid stinking months. I swear, John. I know. Absolutely, did. I did. I know. Absolutely, I did. And you better believe Santa uh, brought that. Santa brought that Evil Can Evil. Way even go, though Santa. my father, even though my dad put a copy of the Richmond Times Dispatch with an article that says, "You can't find Evil Knievel anywhere. It's the hot toy for the seven, and it's nowhere." And I'm like, "Why are you? Why are you showing me this, Dad? I asked Santa. Just, like, just oh, in case you know the elves up. are out of yeah, stock. Don't get your hopes up. You never know. Kind of like that the Cabbage and Patch the, Kids and the Batman back here. But anyway, <laughs> he gave me the Evil Knievel. The um, the rocket that he did to jump over snake river Canyon. Right. Right. So, you know, I glue on the, and it was like a level one. So I'm gluing, <laughs> gluing on the fins or whatever. And then, you know, I was done in a day, you know, all right, done. Decals are on spray painted it, you know, all done. <laughs> Let's take it out. So Joe's got his, <laughs> right. he's got his lot rocket, his mercury redstone rocket. And I've got my rocket. And so Joe's takes off because if you if you've never seen a model rocket, it's got a, a launch pad, is you know just usually a tripod made out of plastic, 
and then there's a little metal disc base, and then there's a rod that <clears throat> you have little tubes on the side of your rocket that will just hold the rocket in place for you to, um, then you put the little clamps and your battery and um, clamps to your fuse that goes inside the, the engine. Got and uh, <clears throat> dry fuel engine, I have no idea what was in it. But anyway, Joe's goes off without a hitch. Everything's great. I put, my, <laughs> I just built it. Here you go. There's my rocket. <laughs> and <clears throat> it just, it took off the straightest path was uh, it took was while it was on that rod. Cause as soon as it left the rod, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> and it was buzzing the crowd. And we're like, ah! <laughs> my father's best friend was like, yet. standing like, is this supposed to be doing that run? I don't, I don't think it's supposed to be. My dad was like, "Did you measure? Did you draw a plumb line? Did you do anything?" And I'm like, "I don't know, just glued the fins off." Uh, oh my goodness! <laughs> it was the best. Yes. Ah, Eric SD's works for rocket a rocket engines, company. Use black powder pressed in yeah. a cardboard sleeve. Thank you, Eric. Eric put up a. Uh, yeah, he's he said he uh, works for a model rocket company. Clearly. What's the coincidence <laughs> in that? I mean, yeah, but anyway, so dad, we, we used to love the, the model rockets. Dad liked to do the model rockets. And then one of the things that dad did that uh, relaxed him, which I never understood how, but he did, <laughs> is uh, we got that we had the uh, football, the electric football field with the little players, you know, little player plastic yeah. players about that big and they had a big green base on them and you put them on the vibrating football field and you know whatever yeah my brother joe had one and i had a football field and my dad <laughs> would spend and you know you get the you get the teams and it was the, the new york giants and it was kind of a blue paint you know whatever it was factory <laughs> painted but nobody cared my dad sat there with uh, he had the little all these bottles of testers paint all right and he had paintbrushes i swear they had like two hairs on it and he painted every one of those football oh, wow. players and he would put if the if the numbers had an outline around it he would put an outline around it like he did the star on the dallas cowboys the side of the helmet but the wow. star has a border he did the border outside the star and the star amazing yeah unbelievable baltimore colts of course he took the best by the way there <clears throat> kids there was a football team uh in baltimore before the rain the colts that are in indianapolis were in baltimore so <laughs> the baltimore colts the colts because it was named after the preakness the colts that ran at the preakness that's why they're called the Colts. i did not know that yeah it's not you know this should have been called the indianapolis racers although i really like um they should have never used the cult name there. Um, nope. But I do like Ra the Raven's name. Yes. Speaking of which, that's going to bring us to what, today's what? question of the day. Shall we? You want to do the question of the day? Is it? We can do that. All right. All right. Hold on. Because <laughs> that's why we sneaking it's up on time me. to get the gray matter working. Fire off the synapses, engage the frontal lobe, form new neural networks, utilize the cerebrum. It's time to. Think, think, 
It's the dun, dun, dun. question of the day. I still don't have that um, that little uh, poo sounder for the radio station. I, I, have I should to- send that to you. Yeah, you should <laughs> send it to me, please. So I can edit it. I need to, I need to get that. Anyway, here's today's question of the day. Mm-hmm. The inspiration for Edgar Allan Poe's poem, The Raven, quote the raven, nevermore, nevermore was the pet raven of this author, famous for several novels and a very famous Christmas story that I'm giving it away. I'm handing it to you. The inspiration for Edgar Allan Poe's poem, The Raven, was the pet raven of this author, famous for several novels and a very famous Christmas story. Answer now in the chat. Author. Huh? Answer now in the chat. Oh, yeah. Answer in the and chat. And you can, yeah, please. Good tell luck. Good luck. Got some answers coming in. I'm not, I'm not, we got to give everybody a chance to chime in here. Uh, okay. All right. Very good. I, I'm, although you did kind of give it away a little bit. I did. Well, I, I didn't want to be too... I'd like to have a word with the QOD team. <laughs> Who? You? Is that you that I have a word with? Okay. <laughs> That's me. You know, in the back office, the people in the back office making it too easy. Come on. <laughs> no. Yeah. Now you think it's made it too easy? No. You yeah. want to answer. You want I to be mean, able come to answer. On. Look, when... when John, look. All right. Here's First of all, here's our winner. Uh, he was the first. There one. you go, Charles Dickens. There you go. Yeah. But right, not a wrong hey, answer. Eric, Eric, you know so much. What was the name of the bird? Oh. Okay. It was Grip. Everybody grip, was right. Grip was the name of the bird. <laughs> and it would sit. Yeah, everybody had Charles Dickens. Yeah. Charles Dickens, but Edgar Allan Poe. And the, the Baltimore Ravens had three mascots, Edgar Allan and Poe. But then it was just like too much. So then they had just. Aw. Yeah, I know, right? Scared the Dickens out of me. <laughs> the Dickens. Nobody gets Nobody me. Nobody gets me. <laughs> Come on. Don't quote Bill Murray movies to me, man. All right. Don't quote Christmas Pearl movie, <laughs> Bill Murray movies. It's one of my favorite. Scrooge is one of my favorite Christmas movies ever. Oh, John. You and I are going to have so much fun at holiday time. Okay. Because I'm doing an entire show about that. Are you? And we are going to do an entire podcast. Oh, with I've, that. Got, I've got a list. And we have to go and collect, uh, what, of fa- favorite movies? Uh, Christmas movies, yeah. We, well, pretty much anything I own on DVD or Blu-ray, uh, it took the time to buy, is yeah. something that I want to watch every holiday season. Now, your wife... Yes. Uh, who I was friends with since high school. Um, I did not know this, but she shares an affinity for one of my favorite Christmas movies, which would be Scrooge the musical. Yeah, she the Albert Finney version. Yes. Yeah, from nineteen seventy. Yeah, though I like the the uh, Jean Luc Picard uh, Patrick Stewart one. That's that's a good one too. too. That's a really good one too. Yeah, I like when he goes into the church and he he starts. You know, we are halfway to the holiday. That's a Christmas story. That's a Christmas show for another time. Well, we're in. We're almost in July here. Coming up on halfway to the holidays. Well, no, no, we could uh, next week. Let's do our let's do our uh, half half Christmas show. That's it. I'm good. I'm all right. 
I'm down. Because it'll be it'll be uh, Leon. That's Noel backwards. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> Our Leon <laughs> show. Half Christmas show. Christmas in Connecticut. I mean, we could do Christmas in Joe. Stephanie, See, we're doing it next Stephanie, week. Stephanie, we're good. Yeah, next week. And we will do it next week. We will do our. See, yeah. there you go. Amy, yes. Love that one. Albert Finney. Yeah. I love it. Yes. And you know, they remade it or they updated it in, in an animated version that came out last year on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And they took some of the songs and they wrote some new songs. Yeah. My, sorry. My. Yeah dream my dream <laughs> is to somehow bring that and i know people i know people i know one person i have family members super mm-hmm. connected with broadway and he okay. know, and he knows people all right to bring that there's a stage version of scrooge it's called scrooge the musical uh um anthony newley played scrooge in london and the west end I would love to bring that to the stage in the U.S. somewhere. Start in Washington, D.C. or Baltimore, man. Or start in Frederick, for God's sakes. You can get the, <laughs> you know, you can get the book. You can buy the book. <laughs> right. I want to do, I would love for that to be on stage. Uh, uh, well, uh, you know what we can talk about? Well, what's that? I was going to say, you know what we can talk about related to this? Mm. is all the movies that are based off the concept of Scrooge. Because there are a lot of them that, oh, that essentially follow the same, the same sort of uh, sort of idea there. And then uh, the one also, It's a Wonderful Life, and how many movies are based off the concept of that? That was a question of the day, by the way, years ago mm-hmm. at holiday time. Was it holiday time? Of what character or what book or novel has the most film adaptations? Yeah, it's a good one. It's not a Christmas Carol, though. It isn't? I thought it was a Christmas Carol, but it's not. Okay. It's Dracula. Oh, well, yeah. Dracula. Dracula has the most... As I recall, I have to go back and look that up. If I mentioned but, I you know a, what? a cat named Vlad. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> yeah, really. I can digress, too. So we were talking about my dad. Well, oh, I yeah, am well, named after like my father. Dad. I'm the second son. Father's I dad. am a junior. And, uh, oh, yeah, there's my, there is my niece, uh, Cassidy, who has just uh, uh, posted something. Oh, Cassidy, I do want to get to that. I'm going to do that next week, by the way. She sent me a video. Uh, but we're going to get to that next week and right. on the podcast. <laughs> oh, and it was, I'm like literally in tears watching this thing. Just, just look a puddle, but I'm a puddle anyway. I mean, I cry at the, at the drop of a hat. We have that in common. Do you really? Weird, which is, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Oh, I'm, a sap. In, I'm a huge Broadway. sap. I speaking of Broadway. I come home. I can't watch uh, Les Miserables. I, I didn't go and see Les Miserables in the theater because I was just going to be a basket case. I love everything about that and every song that's in it. Uh, but my favorite is On My Own, which is a song done by Eponine. Um, because she's in love with Marius, but he's already in love with Cosette. And, you know, so she it's unrequited love. And the song is just just rips my guts out. So... <laughs> Grace, my wife ever and I are out for the evening. We're out, you know, while, you know, carousing, whatever. 
And then we come home and daughter of the younger Carolina. Now we know her name is, uh, is on the couch and she had rented, um, Les Miserables. She hadn't seen it. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm standing there. We have like Taco Bell tacos because <laughs> we just come home. It's like two o'clock in the morning. Twelve. Yeah, I've got like a Coke and a box of Taco Bell tacos. Mm -hmm. And my greatest wife ever standing in front of me. But the song on my own was on. <laughs> she was asleep. The daughter's asleep. And my greatest wife ever turns around. She goes, "Hey, have you seen?" And I'm just like. Oh no. I'm sobbing. I woke her up because I was sobbing oh. so bad. Wow. With that song. Wow. I love that song. I love I, that I was song. thinking Patty LaBelle and Michael McDonald when you said that. No, 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 no. On my <laughs> own. Oh. There's some adult contemporary. Can, radio can you tell there. I worked at Light Light FM? That's all I think about. That and Yacht Rock. So sorry. Ah, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, it's really weird because I mark major periods in my life from music, right. uh, not because of, uh, where, where I was when, when the song came out, but right. it's, you know, what radio station was I working at when I was, when I was playing it. Yep. Absolutely. You know? Yep. I mean, John, uh, John Mayer and the song, it wasn't even a big hit called clarity. Okay. Yeah, you know great song okay. not really a big hit but it's off his first album i think room for squares um i will always 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 associate that with 2007 and and first working at xm on uh, on flight 26 there you go for some reason that one rocco deluca um the most colorful thing that i've seen you know all of that i've I've put together a playlist, by the way, of all that stuff from Flight 26. I, if anybody wants that really cool format to put on the radio, you I got, got it. I've got, I've got hundreds it. of songs. I've, you need to change the name, though. List. Not Flight 26, but, uh, you know, something close to that, like a knockoff brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll call, I'll call it something else. Jet 26. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that, you know? Jet 25 and a half. Hey, it's oh. Jet FM. That's not bad. <laughs> Actually, that's not bad. Hmm. All right. We'll get, to, we'll get right, to that later. But we digress. But I digress. <laughs> so I'm named really after my dad. Work. Okay. And, uh, and it was, there are two stories as to why I'm named after my dad. And I don't know which one, but I'll just, I'll believe either one. One was that uh, when I was born, dad wasn't, uh, hadn't been in the room, but the baby had been, um, wheeled into the room, me with mom and the nurse asked her the name of the child. And my mom thought she was asking the name of the father. That's one story. Huh. And, uh, she was kind of, uh, drugged out. The second story is, uh, she did it on purpose and surprised dad when he came into the room. Uh, and said, Hey, we really need to have to think about naming this baby. And mom had said, well, you know, he already has a name and, and it was, I'm named after him. So that's why I'm a junior. My older brother, usually I think it's like the firstborn, right? Is usually named after the dad. True. But, um, typically. Yeah. So I, we had two daughters and, uh, 
Ronald III was taken right off the table. <laughs> uh, John Four was taken off the table by me. By you? Why? I didn't want to have a fourth. I, did, I just not? thought that's too much. That's a little too legacy. Did we do we not discuss this? I don't think we did during the podcast. But uh, so my first son, Michael, is Michael Taylor. Don't for John Taylor. So I there's a reference to me. Really? Yes. Your okay. wife let and you use a radio name? <laughs> yes. We actually liked the name. He actually we we almost used it as a first name, but then Michael is my grandfather on my mother's side, uh, which he never met, but great man and then uh andrew is andrew john okay so we worked it in and my, you worked it in you worked you it know, in something. but we did not go the, john four just was like john the fourth come on i, I don't know no, that many be, fourths no, all right i get it but i don't know mm -hmm. i was kind of looking for ronald the third but no dice but that's all right we have uh, <laughs> we have a we have a jordan and a carolina so we're that's daughter of the elder's name by the way and uh you know what john we're, we're running a little out of time but i wanted to talk about your dad oh i will be glad to talk about papa yags uh papa yags as we would say uh john f yaglinski jr uh was a master vacation planner like like your dad he was uh um working a lot but he was the kind of dad that always found time to do the important stuff with right? me. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like you're talking as, about. As did mine. As, I, my yeah. dad would show up at a little league field because he was one of the coaches. He would coach with somebody just to make sure there was some coverage. And that was something that I learned. I thought that was a great idea. But he would show up in a shirt and tie at the baseball field and put a baseball cap on with his shirt and tie and okay. chinos and okay. dress pants yeah. and would coach and get out there and throw batting practice and stuff like that i mean so there were times yeah where he didn't have time to go home from my the mom, office. yeah i yeah, got my it mom would take us you know in the uh, 1978 ford ltd maroon station wagon 10 seat with the rear seat facing backwards <laughs> and yes. uh, so you could make things used to mess with my head i always wanted to sit in that back seat right. just to see where we've been it was awesome and then of course all the truckers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, go ahead. Go but ahead. yeah, so he would, uh, you know, he always had time for us. And uh, quite frankly, uh, family always came first. And uh, he planned vacations like nobody else. He was the king of what they called the triptychs back then. What's the best one you went on then? The triptychs and mobile vacation guides. We went everywhere. So, I mean, Disney was one of our favorites, of course, because yeah. we first went there in 74 and then went. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Two that years after it what, opened. Three years old? Two. Two. Opened in 72. Man. I think. Okay. All right. I think that's right. Uh, but uh, we went in 74. Um, and yes, and then we w ended up going like every second or third year after that. So they, you can see where my love of Disney came from, but whoa, 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 whoa. You're driving from the Philadelphia area, right? To Orlando, Florida. Yeah. How long was that? And by the way, I-95 was not complete at that time. Like in the set, like there were sections where you had to get off of 95 yeah. and then you get back on. To places oh, where uh, it was on complete. Route one, because Route One still ran yeah. north south. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, 
I mean, people can't imagine a time where major interstates in this country were not complete. Well, that was my youth. So, and your youth too. So yeah. kind of weird, but um, yeah, we, we actually would drive. It was long drives from uh, Pennsylvania, but um, bottom line, my dad would go just about anywhere. We did salt mines in Michigan, Mackinac Island up there. We did uh, ice caves out in Pennsylvania, stalactites and stalagmites along the uh, um, the Blue Ridge and things like that. I mean, uh, the haunted the fort somewhere. Yeah, and back then, by the way, <laughs> it, it, because 95 wasn't finished, there were a lot of uh, tourist traps. And we stopped at them all, I think. <laughs> so probably you know, had some really great meals and probably not so great meals, but south still. Of the border. Yeah. Some pretty awful hotel hotels along the way. But, but uh, I think the biggest thing to, to take out of all this is uh, with my dad, family was number one, always was. I don't remember my parents ever going on a vacation just for them. I just don't remember that at there all. Go. There you go. I mean, maybe they did it once or something yeah. in the whole time we were growing up. So that was, I think we need a little bit more of that where parents put their kids now my parents, and family now absolutely my parents never first, went anywhere. no matter what. Yeah. They never went anywhere without us. That was, yeah. Same here. And then, you know, I, I, and of course, you know, my dad was, it was turned all built out okay. around, a lot of it was built around historical places. We went to Williamsburg. We went to Yorktown. We went to, I mean, he loved that. Yeah, stuff. we did all those places too. Yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah, it was, you know, and that's probably why my uh, my younger brother's a history teacher. But, you know, there you go. And and um, so dad, I was going to talk about how uh, me becoming a father. And yeah. John, you're, you're, I've got yeah. two girls. You've got two boys. Yep. And my <laughs> we need to wife compare is notes mad at me for, we had to do things completely the opposite. Oh my gosh. I was a young dad too. I, we had our uh, first daughter. I was 22, baby. Wow. Uh, we were 20, both. Grace wife ever and I, same age. Uh, we were 22 and it was, uh, and none of our friends had it. Right. But I'll say this. She's the reason why we started throwing parties because it was so much easier to have everybody come to us. That's a good point. And for us to try to find a sitter and go out. You guys are so great entertainers. It was like, too. come on over. What's yeah. the occasion? Who cares? <laughs> I, I need to, I need a little bit of that to rub off on me. What's that? Having people over? The, the great entertaining. You guys are just like, you're, you throw a good party. See, hey, that's that's the greatest wife ever. I know. Um, and I think the, you mentioned the, that. The, uh, thank you very much. We I we love entertaining. We love yeah. having people over. I can't stand the seven eight hours ahead of time cleaning the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. And I feel right. really bad. I'm like, and I swear, in the in recent years. I I said to Grace Wife I said, why don't I just hire uh you know, let's get some maintenance. Absolutely not. We <laughs> no, no, no. She wants to do it herself. And uh, but doing that and doing all the cooking and and uh we've gotten to the point now where it's like we're gonna do one thing. Everybody brings their own stuff that they're gonna drink anyway. But you know, we have game night. We had game night uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was a lot of fun. Just having people over hanging out playing a game i forget what it was but you know everybody brings their alcohol and then you get all loose and then it's just 
hilarious frivolity ensues. But anyway, there you go. That's it. Uh, I think that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Okay. And uh, for this week, and let's see, I got to one thing on my list. <laughs> I well, I got to one thing on oh, my two. list. Two, of, uh, things two. Things to talk was, about was another one. But I digress. But I you, yeah. oh, you know what? I didn't get to. Oh, look, plan summer vacation. That's you. You did that. So yeah, I did. I did a little bit. Right, on that. a little bit. Not the, this so year, the birds, um, Larry and Ladybird, they have hatchlings, right? And uh, so when we sit out and have our coffee, they get really mad, and they're very vocal because the the birdhouse is literally right next to me. On a, I'll have to take a picture and post it. Uh, right next to me, they're living in a little like uh, a little pizza truck. <laughs> it's it's like a food truck. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a ceramic birdhouse, but it, it says looks pizza like on a the truck. Side. But it says pizza on the side. That's it's really a, cool, actually. Yeah. But they go and they and so the the hatchlings the window open up like no 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 little, it's there be, the window is there uh, and with the awning it's open yeah, but to no, go in and out of it they go into another hole and and the and the birds the hatchlings are tucked in the back but they uh, they go and get all the they're feeding them right but they have right. to come up and then they have to yell at me and give me what fur because I'm still sitting there. Uh, but then eventually they'll hop up and then give the food to, to the hatchlings. But okay. greatest wife ever is sitting there and she goes, wow, do you hear them? And I'm like, no, I don't. She goes, they're, they're right now. They're peeping. You can't hear them. I'm like, oh boy, honey, radio years, yeah. years of headphones, <laughs> years of headphones. Wheel. High end is completely <laughs> shot. Yeah. So unless we stick a microphone in there. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to hear anything. Poor Ron. But Larry and uh, lady. Larry and Lady have some hatchlings, and I've named them. There's Roger, and uh, David, and uh, Chris. Roger, David. Uh, Chris. Uh, it was uh, Roger Hillman. It was a David Crosby, and uh, no, uh, Chris Hillman. The, the birds. Oh, the band of the birds. <laughs> I was looking. I, I was waiting for the tie-in. There had to be a tie-in, and yeah. there it is. Yeah, and if one of them's a girl, it could be Christine. But mm -hmm. there you go. Yeah, those are, the, those are the birds. All right, <laughs> this is rapidly falling apart. Listen, indeed. Um, if you want to leave us a message, you can call 240-415-9090. 240-415-9090. Say hi to us. Yeah, do that. Make sure you share this uh, with your friends. It's going to show up as a podcast wherever you uh, get your podcasts and, and listen to them. Uh, lately, I've been listening to them in the car, which mm, um, I'm nice. enjoying a lot. Bluetoothing that into my in my Sweet. car coming off my yep. phone. Um, but also uh, it'll be posted a little bit later on here on Facebook and on YouTube. And we love you so much. And we love all your comments. I'm reading all the comments. Trust me. And I know I'm going to get back to posting more stuff on the Ron Ross page. I've just been a little busy with my new job, and I just want to make sure that I um, impress. Got to focus on the game. <laughs> impress my bosses. That's, all, and, that's number one. And yeah. do what I'm supposed to be doing. And yeah. Uh, yeah. which, by the way, I'm just having a blast, John. It's the, I'm just having the time of my life. I'm having a great time. I know if I were to fill in radio somewhere locally, I would probably be across the moon i like i would just be 
love and life too. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's just so much fun. It is a lot of fun, and then and then to get people to react when you you bring up something. Yesterday, I put up a real quick poll because greatest wife ever and I had crabs for the first time for the season on Sunday, Blue and crabs. she had a hankering for crabs. I'm like, let's go! So we went to our local yeah. restaurant and got some, and they were wonderful. And so, but you know, not everybody's into it. So right. I posted that. I posted a poll. To say if it was see if it was yay or nay and to just get people and that's on the key 103 page so to get people to actually um respond to that was pretty awesome so nice. i'm having a great time with that so but i will i will post more stuff here on the on the ron ross page anyway okay we've gone over thank you so much for listening we love you so much please take care of yourselves and each other please be safe john yaglinski ron ross love you mean it bicycle bye now Bye-bye.